What the fuck is the internet? The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. Here's what we're looking for. Welcome back, and I am saying that to myself since I was not here last week. I hope you missed me, but if you didn't, well, hey, I'm back. Um, and with us, we have... Hi, I'm Andres. Hello, guys. This is Luis. Hi, Ash. And today, um, Seven is not going to be joining us, or perhaps we'll get a surprise visit from him later. We shall see. Um, but... Don't worry, guys. There's nothing wrong happening with the seven. It's just the move. He's now joining us in Southern California. So, you know, that takes a toll on people. So, you know, rest up and we will carry on. Um, today, we will be going to be drinking with Ash. What are you drinking, Ash? Uh, I'm going to butcher the name. Absolutely. And... I'm going to go ahead and bet that Andres knows what this is. The Fin du Monde. Thank you. It is that. And I was very afraid of pronouncing it because I was like, Le Fin du Monde. And I was like, ah. That's what I'm drinking. And then also with all weeks, I need a hard alcohol, uh, Jameson. But I am drinking this. Uh, I have not tried it yet because I didn't want to pop the top until we were doing the show. (laughs) Guinea pig. What type of beer is it? It's a Belgian style triple ale. Ooh. A 9% alcohol. It's not that bad. I don't. 9% for a triple. Tripel. As, it might have been, um, might have been the two that I had prior, but it's not, corrected. it's not uh, as heavy as I use. Like when, when I have an ale, like, like, bro, you're having it. But this is like more like a 40, a 40, as we call it on the show, of Monterey Park. Ash, have you ever had a stout? Well, I mean, not with Guinness. Like what? Oh, go ahead. Continue no. on your thought. I was making a joke, but uh, no, I don't know. When I go to breweries, I just, like, if I were to go with, with Andreas, I would say, like, the blondest thing they have there. Because usually when you go to a brewery, it's like, oh. uh, McHale's dick. And I'm like, I don't know what any of these are. Like, I don't know. Because you have to know, I don't know, either the lingo or the whatever. Or you like the Hawaiian tree skirt. Like I have no idea what any of this is. So I just kind of, you know, or if they have a cool theme like like the Metallica something that I have to have that. But, but you uh, like um lighter beer, as you said. Yeah. So I can keep okay. going. The heavier the beer, then the more I'm gonna nerd. Hmm. Interesting. I would really like to see a bottle of deck and then we'll pick some stuff for you. Because you won't, I don't think that you will take it that easy because they're really tasty. Like, they're not, you should definitely take it easy, but I mean, I don't think that you can because they're really tasty. Because they're like 14s and 16s. Yeah, you just told me take it easy with alcohol. So you're already going to happen. No. Yeah. yeah. Wait till you start filming with us. Oh, no. We do shots. (laughs) We'll just, 
We'll just oh, run into wait, where uh where's Bottle Logic again? Shout out Bottle Logic. Oh, that Uber drive's not too bad. We can do that. It's awesome. And a crime. You could always take Jane. Oh, right. Nah, that bitch drinks too. So uh if I get sloshed, so will she. I say bitch lovingly. Don't give me that face, guys. <laughs> I didn't say anything. Oh, I'm not, not, not you, Andres. Uh, Asher. Yeah, right we, we've got yeah. used to it. I thought you were going to say the other bitch, and I was like, oh. oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting too comfortable. Oh, okay. oh, that, oh. That, that pose was like taking off the earrings, like you're about to start some shit. <laughs> oh, oh, hell. Um, so, where did you get your beer, Ash? Where can you get that beer? Was it a gift? Uh, here's the thing is, <laughs> I have visitors when we do skits and we do uh so when i did the the promo uh for last week uh my friend vanessa brought this beer but she brought this beer because i let her know that i always have corona and evan williams so i never have anything interesting so i so when she brings over a beer i'll keep it in the refrigerator like forever oh that sounds bad but like for however long until it's my turn for the drink because I don't like saying I have the same thing over and over. So that's all. But yeah, she brought this and I was like, how am I going to say this? She's like, I don't know. So then I was like, I waited till Andrea said it and then I knew how to say it. That's a good host mentality. Good job, sir. Expand your Sponsoring this week's drink. I'll find out where she Um. And then last week, um, Ash, you had the recommendation of the show, correct? What was that show? It was a movie called uh, True Romance. Okay. You weren't here. True Romance. Got it. And uh, it was you, Luis, that watched the movie? Absolutely was. Uh, I will preface this with saying, so True Romance uh, is a film that that is currently streaming on HBO Max. And... Right after the, at the end of the episode, I searched for it and I found it and the little thumbnail for it, I was like, I'm not going to like this. Really? Uh, it, it was in 1993, 91 or 93. Was uh, it the cover of the movie or was it just like a scene in the movie? Th- it was a scene in the movie. It was a scene where he's, st- uh, uh, Christian Slater is mm-hmm. standing by the car with the love interest, the girl. Okay. And they're just staring at each other in a, and there's like a highway behind them. It's like before they fuck at the phone booth. Spoiler alert. Um, but it's that it's just like a, a, a still of that. And um I'm just like, it looks you can see it looks aged. It's not like high def. I'm just uh-huh. it, it, that's that was my first impression of it. So I'm just like, God damn it, I'm not gonna like this film. Um and so I put it off and I actually forgot about it. And then <laughs> I realized I'm like shit, I have to watch it. So then on Monday I grudgingly put it on. Just like, let me just fucking get this review out. Holy shit. Holy shit. Was <laughs> I blown away within the first, the first five minutes. I wanted to not like it, I guess. Like I, I hit play and I take out my phone immediately. And I'm just like, what am I going to look at? And uh, the, the scene opens up with you right away. The director does an amazing job of you get to see who the character is. You get to see what he's about. And then it goes right into what the plot of the, well, one of the three plots in the film of what it is. And it just, it, it really hits the ground running, you know, like, yeah, it hits the ground running. And it, there, there's a lot of well-known names in this movie 
And there's there's such small roles, but there's such pivotal roles. Like, um, I'm not gonna go too much into all the individual uh, uh, parts, but Gary Oldman, he was Jack Sparrow before Jack Sparrow was Jack Sparrow. Like, he had the look, he had like his movement was all weird. Like, it was just phenomenal acting. Like, I didn't see Gary Old like. Like holy shit! Like I, I don't know. I it was it was such it was so great in so many different levels that it's just highs, lows, highs, lows. Like it's an emotional roller coaster. I know that's a cliche thing to say. I absolutely loved the movie. Um, perfect recommendation. I say it's like an instant classic. I I regret that I didn't watch it in my youth. That I watch it all like now, but it wasn't lost on me that it's an amazing film. Um, I loved it. It's going to be uh, like, I'm going to own it digitally because I don't have DVDs anymore. Uh, but that's my plan to own it digitally. Uh, I'll give it a, for the type of film that it is and how much I enjoyed it, nine out of 10. Very good. Very good. A little, a little footnote. Uh, Christian Slater. Uh, he is in, and I Broken for- Arrow. got the, I forgot the name of it, but he's, it's it's a peacock show of where they're uh, dr. dr death thank you uh he's he's in dr death and he plays a surgeon that's trying to stop the shitty doctor from doing what he has to do pacey and, what's that it's pacey from dawson's creek oh yeah he's trying to stop pacey yeah um Yes, and uh, it was, yeah, he, he was probably one of the best parts of the series. Like between Alec Baldwin, obviously, is also really great, but he was probably one of my favorite things in the movie. And so seeing this was such a treat to see, like, young him. Again, not like, to go off base, but the great thing about that is that um, it's Alec Baldwin being like, Alec Baldwin, oh, oh we got to do this the right way. And it's fucking Christmas later being the loose cannon. Yeah. Like, no, fuck that. No, let's just stop him. Like, let's just fucking get a gun and fucking like just yeah, whatever we have to do. This bit when I say this bitch, I mean more in a general term. This bitch doesn't want to stop Trust him. Me, I let's get just, it. Let's go take him out. Yeah, I know you do. Let's just go take him <laughs> out, take him into the fucking and just break his hand so he can't work. Right. And and Alec Baldwin's very much like, I want to do what you want to do, but I want to do it the right way. So it's like it's that dynamic with this guy thinking he's untouchable. So Dr. Death was pretty good. Sorry, Very go good. Yeah. Uh, but no, great recommendation, sir. Uh, I tip my hat to you. I don't know why I thought that I wasn't going to like it. Um, I had no idea what to expect, but uh, very well done, sir. I'll get Thank into you. The, you might not like later. I had to go with the safe thing. Got it. Okay. Back to you, Carmen. Is she frozen? I don't know. Yeah, she's frozen. So, so we're going to move right into comments. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so we are looking at, okay, so we're going to, usually I start from the most recent to the older ones. I'm going to start with the older ones to the more recent. And so it's going to start with a return comment from Riley Yoza, uh, one of our new subscribers. Um, Riley. <laughs> he, what's up, Riley? Uh, did a deep dive on our YouTube, and once again, you guessed it, Batman Loves Superman, the clip that continues to get hundreds of hits per month, despite how much content we put out, that is still our horse. Uh, what would you think is more? What would you think is more? Is it Batman versus, uh, Loves Superman, or is it uh, 
that girl that does the shot of her forehead. Oh, the shot off the forehead good. for sure. Yeah, I was like, that's I like, guess, that's, that's like, like <laughs> did that hit a million? <laughs> that thing was that crazy. So the amount of the amount of followers we got off of that thing yeah. was nuts. It's crazy it's how the so how quickly the fame got to my head. Like, yep. Why did not transfer at all? <laughs> Sorry, no really oh, shit. Um, and so Riley Yoza comments, "Why are they not together yet?" Crying emoji face. We don't know why. That is probably one of the biggest. Uh, mysteries of the world, similar to what is and why is the Bermuda Triangle, and where does Sasquatch live? We don't know the answers to these questions. That's okay. Um, you uh, glossed over like the meaning of life for the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle. I said Bermuda Triangle. That was the first that. thing I said. That's yeah. I'm saying you skipped it for those two. Ah, uh, yeah. Meaning of life. That one too. And moving on. Uh, Kind of weird because with uh, with how old Bruce Wayne is in Titans, I have no idea how they're gonna get into Damien. No pun intended. They're, it's <laughs> like, yeah, bro, it's not gonna like he's gonna be all Damien. Like, so when did you have the kid? At seventy? Like, it's not good. Sorry, go ahead. Depending yeah. on what story. I mean, he could have just depend- smashed. Yeah. And yeah. Smashed exactly. Uh, he's already have, like. Yeah. Did Talia hide him from? Yeah, he did, but he, yeah, he was yeah. like, no, he was like eight, right? He was like, he's eight. So good, eight so, years ago. My great great. Oh, they did, they did bring in the last. Uh, spoiler alert! He hasn't watched it. They did bring in the Lazarus bit, so maybe that's gonna start to go into that realm. Um, I'm done, dude. One episode and fifteen minutes of the second episode was all I needed. I, I tapped out. I'm out. He they tried to redeem themselves um with the fourth and fifth episode, but now I'm scarred from the first three. So I don't know whether if I like the redemption that they try to do or what. But whatever, I'm keep watching. <laughs> I kind of didn't like how they, like like Superman left and then they did like 47 scenes and then it finally comes back to him. It's like Bro, you didn't make it in 47 scenes. Like, we just saw, like, a whole episode. And then whatever happened, happened. And I was like, oh, he had a way more time. But I don't know. I'm stuck. I'm I'm in it. I'm going to be in it. All right. Well, you can, you and like, Carmen oh. can report back because I'm out. You were out as of the second season. Dude, I could I fucking, I it hurt, free. man. <laughs> it hurts when it's something I care about, you know? Like. I care I about it so deeply. The whole now that he's Nightwing, I will say the whole little like the electric the what do Eskrima we sticks? Eskrima sticks. Eskimo sticks? Eskrima. Eskrima sticks. Like, I don't know. That part's pretty cool. It has a boomerang effect. I don't know. It's it makes me feel like um uh remember Mortal Kombat versus DC? Yeah. It makes me feel like that. Like, like uh I don't I'm not real fucking knowledge about like Nightwing. I'm used to Nightwing, the first Nightwing, when he's all gold and still Robin kind of. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not used to this Nightwing. Like, oh, uh, really? That's this Nightwing. Yeah, and you're Justice used to the, the, the like '80s, the '80s look. Yeah, 80s look? yeah. No so shit. The Justice okay. Nightwing was is pretty fucking cool. Like, yeah, yeah for sure. Bro. I dig and it. And then too, I know I'm cutting you off a million times, but then too, they're already getting into. Nightwing, you should be Batman, but they haven't given him enough time to be fucking Nightwing. Yeah, they're they're already working on, or from what I was reading, is that they're already working on uh, the Red Hood's redemption arc. 
like so quickly and then it looks like they're leading towards r.i.p since batman is like hey this guy is batshit no pun intended and let's kill him off uh robin wears the cowl and then in come damien as the new rock like they're already working on or at least they're planting seeds and i'm just like Mm. uh they're trying to get into grant morrison territory which the fanboy in me has always wanted to see grant morrison shit but i'm like dude not like this not like this so anyway you sound like a guy who's losing his virginity not like this that was the intention thank you for catching it sir uh, uh, i had a question sorry fire. uh did we not do a recommendation this episode Ooh, that, this is a great place to pause it uh carmen does have a recommendation this episode i do have a recommendation um it was for a seven um yeah so it's the show succession and i don't know if he has seen it it's on hbo max it's per- it's i would consider it a dark comedy and it's very much about spoiled rich children um that are navigating who's gonna take over dad's empire and why there there is like siblings fighting over different aspects of the empire that this dad built and it's like they own the media they own a bunch of shit um it's pretty good if he has watched that i have another show or if you guys are interested it's um um was the show called Prime and it's called what there was the show called the mcmahon's go on okay it's not a dead stop um, Just- <laughs> Um, the other show if he has watched Succession it would be Fleabag and that is on Amazon Prime and it's really really sarcastic and really funny and I love it Um, it's also a certain type of dark comedy that is like uh, I don't know it might be too much for some people but it's funny to me Fleabag isn't there episodes like like 17 minutes it's not like a full 30 minutes. It's super short. Yeah, they're like 28, 25. It's, they're really, really short. So if you guys want to like on Prime. It's not a set time. It's just like this episode might be 17. This might be 25. Like it's like right. whatever, right? Whatever gets the story yeah. done. Yeah. And it's just following a girl that kind of has had a, I wouldn't say a rough life, but it's definitely, she doesn't know how to deal with tragedy. And so she does her best um but it's it's pretty dark humor so that's the kind of humor i enjoy so um if you guys want to catch that it's pretty cool um but i'll let him know um but continue on with our comments all right well succession you're to hear he did one comment and went around the world second comment louise Uh, this one is in regards to our YouTube clip. We are everywhere. Um, heavyweight response with also shout out heavyweight. We love you, sir. Uh, haha. Now I have the golden girls theme stuck in my head. Crying emoji face. Um, yeah. And what they are talking about is there was a promo that was created, uh, just of different subscribers that listen to the show that, say hot essentially comics and we are everywhere it's just a nice little nice little montage and it's also uh, since we mentioned their name over and over it's nice to see like hey i'm heavyweight and now you can see what heavyweight looks like in comments yeah just 
puts a face to the name. Hell yeah. And actually, on the same video, uh, Melissa Morales, uh, Yas with seven S's, Yas, and then Mount Up. And she put that in quotes. Thank you, Melissa Morales. <laughs> That's Moving because the, cause you put the regulators drop in there? Yeah. I mean, they did. <laughs> <laughs> He's not taking credit. Okay. The. Oh, and so the next video is we have uh, conversations with bats. Uh, this was a super short. No, Sorry? yeah. Oh, oh, got it. Conversation with bats. Uh, super short video, fifteen seconds. Uh, again, if you're not subscribed to our YouTube, you're missing out. Please, please subscribe and comment and like, and we'll read your comments on air. And I did not explain this part, so uh, this is the part of the show where we'd like to. Uh, let you be a part of the show so whatever you comment we will read it and we have a couple here that you will see exactly what i mean okay uh conversation with bats uh melissa morales crying emojis i'm dead want to know what this is about tune in check it out uh now moving on to the episodes for episode 47 we got heavyweight uh says my pick for vincent is jordan peel ash what do we think about that uh we're gonna get into that when we get to versus all right, Carmen, you threw right back at me. <laughs> so I'm well, moving on. I, I, well, yeah, because once we start talking, no, about I get it. it. I get it. Heavyweight, we will come back to you, sir. You know, once I start talking, it's over. So go. No, I know. I was just opening it up for you. You know, I was trying to do a nice Never transition. Never say that to me again. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> me in the eye when you're I would. Oh, uh, no. if, have Have you guys ever played the uh, X Men arcade? Yeah, the old school X Men arcade with the uh, yeah. like the second level. You're in the what? It, wow, fuck it, the primal forest, and it's those lizard heads, Colossus. Sora. Yeah, yeah. We're are we, we're talking about like the same thing, like the, uh, the Simpsons, the yes. Turtles, like and then the X Men. Like it was the first four set of arcades. Yeah. And it was two to... TV screens. It was two screens yeah, 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 put yeah. together. To... That was awesome. And you're so in the Savage Lands. Coloss- the Savage Lands. Thank you. And the the Colossus Alt was oh, like when, when you hit the thing. Uh, and I just imagined as I did that, I imagined the Colossus scream. All right, that's it. It's, but who's going to scream? Me or you? you Obviously fucking me. <laughs> Obviously me. So you would. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> This is horrible. It was, such an, aggressive, it was <laughs> such an aggressive special move, and it was great. God, I know I woke up my girlfriend just now. Okay, so. Um, well, oh. I, but you opening your ass or about you fucking. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, that one. The Colossus growl. <laughs> okay, and so this, we have a new commenter on our subscriptions. We've got Vishnu Cove. Vishnu Cove, our good friend. Uh, on you guessed it, Batman loves Superman, and commented that thumbnail though with a bunch of crying emojis. And so the thumbnail is there's Batman and Superman are spooning. It says Batman loves Superman below it. Welcome to the show. I hope you welcome follow to the us. show, Vishnakoof. We appreciate you and your comments. Uh, you not follow us because it's Vishnakov, you fucker. Unsubscribe <laughs> <laughs> and report him. <laughs> report this page. Um, <laughs> And we got another comment on conversation with bats. Uh, it's Vanessa Ayala, crying emojis, three of them. 
Thank you, Vanessa. We appreciate you. We appreciate the beer that you got fresh. Um, doing the promos, doing the, yeah, everything. Thank you. Yes. And then we got Zach on episode 47. Another great Finally. Episode. Welcome back, Zach. <laughs> he, he's been commenting every week now ever since we called him <laughs> out. And by we, I mean Andres. Um, yeah, of course. <laughs> he's, he's fighting for that throne. He's trying to get it back. Uh, another great episode with Ash and his games. Thank you so much for including the fans in the games. Hell yeah. So, casting for Jules with Vincent Vega. Casted as Jason Statham in mind. I'm going to go with Shaq. LOL. He may not be as articulate as Samuel L. Jackson, but he would still scare the shit out of you, especially with Jason Statham by his side. By the way, Ash, I dressed up as Vincent and Jules for Halloween one year at work. I'll send you pics to Ash so that they can show the rest of the podcast. Fun fact, Tarantino wanted to cast Michael Madsen as Vincent Vega before Travolta ended up with it. Thank you for the good times. Check you later. There's a lot to unpack there. Do you have anything to add, Ash? I think it's better that it wasn't Michael Madsen. No, I think it was better that it wasn't Michael Madsen because now when you hear their last names are both Vega, like now it it's another thing that adds them into the same world because they were brothers storyline and they're brothers and they were, I don't know, man, that's just, it's all the same world, but say like Desperado happened, let's just say 1920. And then this happened here, but it's all the same fucking nerd wise. It's all earth two, or it's all fucking the same world. You know, the Tarantino verse is what you're trying to say. Tarantino verse is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) <laughs> which is why, like, which is why, like, um, Christian Slater, it's a massive love story, but it's it's the way Tarantino would do a love story. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's a guy that worked at a comic book shop that found the right person that brought him out of. He would. This is a guy that would never do any of the things that he did in the movie, but he like found love. And then, it's which like is the crow for fucking the punch drunk love, which is like, it's like the thing that changes you as a man makes like you go pretty crazy. woman with a twist. Yeah, it's like, pretty woman with a twist. And then another twist. And then a couple. No, it's none of that. But yeah, for sure, bro. It's good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Ayala, episode 47. Uh, I know who the tattoo artist Ash was talking about. Great show. Love the games. Nice dance moves, Luis. Crying emoji. He was talking all week about your dance moves, bro. Carmen reminded me. She mentioned something about my dance moves. I'm like, oh, shit. That's right. You got some. You got some. That's not good. That's an Ash move. You don't remember your dance moves? I didn't at the time. And then when she said it, I'm like, oh, that's right. I had to dance while someone was drinking. It goes on the dress. But yeah, we we tag team that shit. (laughs) Never. Never. Oh. That's too. That's too. Mm, no. I mean, that's too for him. <laughs> um, and then I like that got, you make it awkward <laughs> by letting you finish speaking. You're gonna keep only letting you finish. Go on. Uh huh. Melissa Morales. Episode, so. Melissa Morales. Uh, last comment on our YouTube page. Hell nah to the nah nah nah. Hell to the nah. And that was regarding to a promo that. Uh, was released for episode 47. Uh, all in all, positive, positive responses on uh, a lot of the recent editing over this past week. Uh, whoever was doing the editing, uh, 
kudos. And that sounds like like whatever you do, tell them I edited it awesome. That doesn't. It's not what happened at all. Nobody said that it was you. Be, I know, but you that don't just know, sounded you don't know weird. computers. <laughs> that just sounded weird. Back to you, Carmen. <laughs> Thanks for all the comments, guys. We really appreciate um, you guys commenting, um, leaving us some love, and being part of the show. We love interacting with your comments. And as we said, Ash has um, the list of cast, correct? That we did for, um, oh my God. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. Pulp Fiction. I have the poster in my mind, but it was not coming out. Nope. Take it back. Uh, go over the list of cast. Now I don't know if we make this a thing, where if it's going to be called comics versus, or if it's going to be called comics casts, because comics versus is better for us. In that, here is the comics cast for Pulp Fiction. Now, uh, episode forty-seven, which is the episode right before ours, or before this one, watching. Uh, we decided that. Uh, comics is going to cast Pulp Fiction or like a fan cast uh, and it was all random it was all we all got each one character and the people of the games of the last week get to get to uh, cast the their version so our version of Pulp Fiction is going to <coughs> excuse me no COVID is Jamie Foxx as Jules, Jason Statham as Vincent, Mia Wallace as Anna Taylor, Anya Taylor-Joy, which I found that out the hard way because I tried to IMDB her and it wasn't Anna, it was Anya Taylor, Anya Taylor-Joy, Hugh Jackman as Butch, uh, for which is the Bruce Willis character, and uh, Carmen chose Mahershala Ali for... Uh, Marcellus Wallace and our guest host for that day chose uh, Viola Davis. Now, the comics audience uh, chose Shaq Shaquille O'Neal for Jules, Jordan Peele for Vincent. Uh, they, um, I should say the word, the names. Okay, uh, Zach chose Shaq for Jules. We have Jordan Peele which was uh, mark, uh, heavyweight. Heavyweight. Uh, Val, which is uh, Val V. Zuniga, I think her name is, co- chose Catherine Heigl. Huh. Uh, knocked up yeah. Uh, yeah. Doctor Show, uh, Grey's Anatomy in the earlier season. Uh, Melissa chose Jason Statham for Butch. And since I was number five, with Marcellus, uh, Andy, Danny Pants chose Tiny Lister for Marcellus Wallace. Uh, Tiny Lister Debo from Friday. Um, so comics are casting versus their casting without taking responsibility from Carmen. Just for right now, uh, Luis, which casting is better? Comics. Which movie would you see? I'll put it that way. Which movie would you see? I'm 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 siding with the comics casting. You don't want to see Debo as, as Marcellus Wallace. It's more that I don't want to see Shaq. What was the last thing Shaq's acted in? Steel. Shazam. Steel. 
Oh no, he was in Grown Ups, wasn't he? He was in Grown Ups. He was like a cop. Yeah, Grown Ups too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let alone like Jules, like yeah, like, like that's, that's like that's probably one of the most quoted uh like duos. Like of Look, that. How are you gonna thing? like capture him in the same frame when fucking Shaq is like <laughs> seven two and <laughs> fucking face of Datham is like all fuck. United say six one? You oh know no what? way, dude. He's like five, he's like five seven. I was trying I, to be I feel, I feel like Jordan Peele would work off of Shaq. It would not be a fucking Tarantino movie. It would be like the Wayans movie, like a scary movie, like scary movie. Not scary <laughs> movie time, but like movie like a it could be uh the good guys um mark Wahlberg Will Ferrell and uh mark not mark you mark uh mark, mark Wahlberg, Wahlberg like like that like it could be like a funny movie but it, it can't be a Tarantino movie uh Statham 5-8 I was being nice no you were very much being nice but yeah and you- at the same time Statham can be a star and then he could do the expendables and do like three scenes and be done but be like those scenes will be like with only Stallone or, you know what I mean? Like show up and do some action and then like be done for the, the whole movie. And it's still like state them. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Anyway. So uh, Carmen, sorry. Uh, our cast, uh, comics casting versus the comics audience casting. What do you think? What, which our, movie would you- our casting? I would watch our movie. Uh, okay. No shade to the audience. Um, thank you for participating even. Um, but I think, as you said, I, that movie would be more of a comedy than it would be a, a Tarantino style movie. Andreas? Yeah, it's just that. I don't need to go into it other than that. Okay, back to you, Carmen. Thank you guys for participating. Uh, we'll try to, as, our, as long as Carmen's okay with this, we'll try to do comics. I, I don't know. Again, I don't know what to call it. Comics versus or comics cast. Let we'll us know see. in the comments, guys. What do you guys let think sounds better? Or if you have your own suggestion, let us know on that. We'll take a vote. Tell us which version you would like to see. Maybe they don't want to see our version. Sure. Yeah. It's true. Absolutely. I'm looking at you, Yowza, or whatever your name was. For some reason, he says. saw Jack. For some reason, he saw Deepa. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to look up his name. Um, Go on. Um, in the meantime, while um, you're grabbing our new viewer's name, um, I do want to touch up on um, a subject. Oh, fit me. Sorry. <laughs> Vishnukov, I'm looking at you. Tell us what you think. Um, there was a subject that Ash tried to cover last episode, and um, he was eviscerated for not being prepared um, about yes. what that subject was about. It was the. Uh, Bule Brothers Dragula, and it is a reality competition where drag queens compete in the um, category of horror. And so every week they compete with each other and to see who's doing the best drag, and it's usually themed. Um, I wasn't the one that added the subject, but uh, I was very interested because I am a big fan of uh, RuPaul's Drag Race and I watch all the drag queens and I follow them obsessively. I'm obsessed. Um, So I do go to DragCon and I go to their shows and I support them. Um, So this is a big opportunity for them uh, to to have a different outlet in the horror uh, space. So 
Um, it's on Amazon Prime if anybody is interested and wants to watch it. Um, so that was that. Thank you, Ash, for at least mentioning it, even though you totally got massacred for it. The, the reason I stumbled was because Herman Munster's Roadster was called Dragula. So when that got put into the, I thought somebody was trying to reference that saying, like, this is what it's going to look like, or it was made by Todd McFarlane. Like, I thought it was going to be like a thing that somebody, and, and once I, what was great is I, it was like, no, I just got left out in the cold, but it worked because now you get to bring that up. Wait, wait, uh, you were not left in the cold because it was put in our group chat. And what you do as a host, ideally, <laughs> we spoke about this last week too. Research, bitch. And then you know what the fuck things are and you won't be left in the cold. Just so you know, we are we are co-hosts. We're not your fucking secretaries. We don't look shit up for you. You're supposed to host your shit. Um, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure HR sent that memo. So Yeah. <laughs> He's still on the floor. Keep kicking. <laughs> we are a team. We gotta work as a team. I'm like, don't make me look stupid. I won't make you look stupid. Oh, I oh, will you're make the, you look you're, stupid you're every time you set yourself up. I didn't research it because I'm like, oh, I'm not host today. I get to coast. That was my, <laughs> my whole life. I, I host and I get to coast. No, Pardon that's me? the pro- that's exactly what I'm this point was. As host. <laughs> as the host. <laughs> <what> you have- <laughs> Ash is that person in group projects where like he just shows up and he's like, oh, did you guys do it? Hey, Are put, you guys ready? Put, put my name on it. Put my name on it. Uh, my my smashing the, personality is enough. I get to do the presentation and it'll all work. <laughs> I'll introduce <laughs> like he's been here before. Okay. I we got this guys, don't worry. Um but yeah, so check out Dragula. Um it looks to be pretty fun. I have not catched the first episode yet, but we'll probably be talking about it if these guys let me. Um. So, well, we're not Texas. We'll let you talk about whatever you want. Are you? Are you? Oh my god! <laughs> I will back that idea. Texas, get your shit together. Um, you know what we're saying, and we're not moving not on. Um, yes, not political. We're just saying let's let them get their shit together. Um. So Robert Rodriguez. Pieces, the book of Boba. I don't know why I said the book. The book of Boba Fett. Um, and he was talking about it during a Billie Eilish concert experience that streamed on Disney Plus. If you guys happen to catch it, if you didn't, um, all he does, he was just raving about the what is going to be happening in the book of Boba Fett. Um, there wasn't anything spilled or any tea as people nowadays call it um he just said it's gonna be amazing and it's because it's gonna deliver uh just as well as what the mandalorian did um any thoughts i mean we all know that we're pretty excited but please give us your thoughts um louise bold statement uh mandalorian is very big comparing it to the mandalorian that's very big shoes to fill uh but when when mandalorian was first released i don't think i had the biggest of expectations for it and then it just was first episode amazing you know um so i'm excited uh we'll see what the rest of it holds uh i'm just i'm i'm enjoying this little 
universe that it's creating outside of the Skywalker family. That's fun. Andres, what do you what do you think? Uh, I'm excited to see uh, like what type of I guess genre or style they're gonna make it because you can see the Mandalorian is like spaghetti western or like a samurai style or like lone samurai. Um, so I'm wondering what they're gonna do. Um, it's Robert Rodriguez. I love his stuff, so I'm excited about that. And then the way he spoke about it, it sounds like he's like really into it. So that's even more exciting. Um, plus, we get to see OG Boba Fett, and we get to see Fennec in it. So I'm super excited and want to know, like, see it now, please. <laughs> yes, I agree with Andres. We need it now. Um, but Ash. Since you've been following the Bad Batch and recently the Clone Wars, at least the later seasons of Clone Wars, um, are you excited to see Boba Fett? The book of Boba Fett, sorry. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like the way at the end of uh, Mandalorian, everything like kind of fit. Like it's a guy that didn't want to come back into every put on the suit and then ended with him being like like in the throne. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy... In that it's, I feel like it's going to be a, a grittier Mandalorian, like not even Mandalorian even, but uh, just more like a, you have your, you have your, the baby Yoda, the, the, everything that they did. But I feel like this one's going to be more like Jabba the Hutt, down and dirty, like everything that, the shit that was going down in that, on that uh, planet, like fucking not Gondor. What the fuck is his name? The fucking big, and they got the big bone sucking. And they help me with the fucking the fucking. Come on, Luke. Uh, Rag. I'm, Ragnar is coming to mind, but it's not Ragnar. No, it's... come. Yeah, you both know it, and you guys just like let's see what else he comes up with. No, no, uh, Carmen and <laughs> it. Anyway, Ragnar. Anyway, Rancor. Rancor. What I said. Like, Andres helped you. I, I just repeated what you said. I had no idea what you were saying. This, and then the fucking bone got stuck in his mouth. I that was on telling You could also anything. say the the Wampa in Empire Strikes Back because uh, I kind of like that too. Yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay, so it just so it you didn't really like, do a good job, then did you? No, I didn't. But thank you for that. Uh, yes. What I do? <laughs> yeah. So. I, I, I do feel like it's going to be awesome. And then Robert Rodriguez, I, I feel it's going to be less on the space side and more on the spaghetti Western side. And it's going to be more like, maybe this will all be on this planet and it will all just be like, it's, uh, Robert Rodriguez has a, a, has a style like a, like a Tarantino. Like, it's all just a style. So it'll be good. I might like this even more than, than other stuff. Mm. Interesting. That's a bold statement. Um, but I'm excited for it regardless um, because I think Boba Fett is such a great character and I don't think it has been done justice, at least on the screen. Um, so I think it's needed for, you know, the new generation to know like who Boba Fett is and why he's so great. Um, and one of the most loved characters really in the Star Wars universe um, by some. So and he doesn't have uh, a lot. Of, he doesn't have a lot of scenes in the original Star Wars for him to have won a lot of people. So that's cool too. Um, I'm uh, 
touching in on it again. I'm I'm excited if he brings his uh his friends from his old films into it. Like if, if we see like Danny Trejo or Selma Hayek or Antonio Banderas in it, uh, that'd be pretty dope to get some Mexican or Latin people in space. Would be cool. Yeah, and that's how I feel. Like that's you explain it in the way that I mean it in that you're not in my head but you know what i'm saying like uh like antonio banderas will probably be like some kind of fucking mob boss or whatever banderas you know what i mean like he could get some hayek in that shit like it like it it could be awesome it's just just little nothing seems like she'll be like a a server or something for like one 10 seconds and you'll be like there he's gonna bring in something where it's like his world He'll make maybe, this his. Maybe we'll get to see Quentin Tarantino in it since they're buds. And he'll talk. That'd hey. be awesome. Oh, uh, that's what I was gonna ask you, Carmen. Mm-hmm. What, what would you say is your favorite franchise? Okay. It's too probably, hard. Sorry, no. Um, yeah. I would probably have to say uh, is um, Star Wars, just because. Star Wars. Who's um, your favorite director? Just let's just say Star Wars director. Who's your favorite director? Well, I really like what Dave Filoni has done so far, has done so far, but I cannot take away from the first trilogies, and I am not even going to pretend to know who the director of each trilogy, of, of each film was. No, but okay. You meant uh, director in general? Yeah, in general. It's it's like, a, it, what where I was going with that, it's like, uh, mm-hmm. like at the time, my favorite director was Tim Burton. And my yes, favorite the what if... That what if tim burton did star wars right if tim burton did star wars that'd be odd but it would be awesome but it would be odd like i feel it it would the long necks the uh yeah it would be it would it'd be fucking weird but it'd be like it would make sense but it'd be weird like you'd pick characters that were off i don't know who i would pick as a director but i really want them to go more into the sit side of things just because there's like a lot of characters to explore who would be your character if we were to go into the the side of it um the seven sisters she's one of like the inquisitors um Mm -hmm. and she's really badass she has like a double savers that she puts them like this thing anyways it's pretty badass so i would love to no, no, nope. I, it's like a real thing. What do you um, say no and then do it? <laughs> and then, well, I have to because whatever. Um, but I would like to see them heavily lean more, even if I know, um, not Dark Sidious. Um, oh my god, Darth Maul, Revan. Oh. Oh, sorry, you you know, um, yeah, yeah, uh, but no, I because of what they did with the storyline of Darth Maul and um, Clone Wars and even leading into um, Rebels, um, I feel that there's still a lot left to be said for that character. So even a show based on him or whatever, it doesn't have to be the same actor that played him before. I know that was problematic, Um, but I would like to see more on that and and it could be like horror style you know like i would enjoy that for sure yeah like they did the x-men with that horror is it new mutants yes yeah that'd be cool but see that's what i was that's what i was trying to get that's where you could get james wan on that bitch 
Yeah. Uh, Darth oh. Maul, the voice actor of Darth Maul, he uh, he's he's in pretty good shape. Uh, I would think he, I would definitely welcome him to be uh, like the physical interpretation of Maul, and then you get that same. He can the guy can act, so uh, like he's done stunt work before. He was he was the uh, the physical actor and voice actor for uh, Force Unleashed, a game that came out like. 10 years ago and it, he played the part of vader's apprentice and then that got killed so it was like some storyline it was by i think the game was fun it was fun uh it was pre-disney purchasing star wars yeah uh, it way was back when uh uh what uh help me out andres what was the name of the the game studio that got disbanded uh lucas lucas arts yeah, yeah. LucasArts. LucasArts. it was a lucas arts game uh, but he was the the physical and voice actor for it, and then he became Darth Maul. So uh, there was a time where they had legit good games from like '64 on, right so before. The, yeah, the Jedi Power Battles, the fucking hack and slash arcade. And there was style. really bad ones too, oh, by so the good. way. Not to not to let them off the hook. There was some really dog shit games. I mean, some of them were so bad that they were good. Like the Jedi Masters, that was like the, it was like the, a Tekken game, but it was like a one-on-one. Jedi fighter. Academy was rough, but then Jedi Academy Two was good, right? That's the one that everyone loved. Yes, but the first one was not good. Never played it. <laughs> there was there was the the pod racer that I was okay with. And that was fun. With the sixty-four game. It was absolutely fun, but then it was like it got to a point where it was kind of like repetitive. Uh, well, no, it was kind of like you don't know. Okay, so you can get a car and you can add shit to it and make it fast and blah blah blah. With this one, it was kind of like you need fucking blah blah blahs, fucking pot racer. You need blah blah. It, it, you know what I mean? Like you didn't know which guys to pick and when to ditch your own pot racer, especially if you're dedicated to. Say like um, if you want Annie Anakin's uh, fucking pod racer, but you just want to soup it up. There wasn't that. It was like no, you need. Why can't I think of his name? The fucking weird. Uh, the bug. Uh, I don't know his name. The, the have it the, on the tip of my tongues. Yeah, it, it. I feel like it starts with a B. Zach is yelling this right now. Anyway, like you uh, z- 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 something with the Z. Zabula's a. Uh, but instead Come of on, Carmen, you're killing me here. Instead of oh, souping up, instead of souping up your pod racer, you need blah blah blah. The boba. No. Oh, boba? I feel like that's it. That's what. Uh, that's I think that's that's the name that's in my head, but I'm not positive. I feel like that's it. I feel like that's it. Sorry, go ahead. But instead of that, it would felt like you know, like you get Gran Turismo, you just soup up your shit until you get to a different class. But with this one, it felt like. No, you need the person's pod race. You're I want my own. Right? Oh, Saboba. Yeah. Sorry. Back to you, Carmen. <laughs> she froze again. Oh. No, I'm here. Sorry. Oh, wait. I think I'm frozen again. Am I? No, we can hear you and see you. You're good. And you're moving. Yes, I'm not stuck. Um, but did you figure out the name of the character that you're looking for? Saboba. Yeah, Saboba. I got it. Oh, okay. Jesus, dude. <laughs> Sons of bitches. 
I helped. I'm sorry we didn't have your back. Oh, thank you. What's this wee business? I was looking it up. I know. I, that's why I corrected myself. I'm sorry y'all don't have his back the way I do. That's what I'm sorry for. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Draw a line in the sand. And back to your host. Um, Batman screening. It was held. It was a secret. And most of the reviews that came out from the people that got to experience the Batman screening, and this is not really Batman, by the way, that I'm talking about. Um, it received fantastic reviews, described as one of the best comic movies um, that we have seen as of yet. And that this version of Batman is very different also than what we have seen. Um, it is some of the comments also said that it was a dark horror movie and the most emotional Batman movie. Um, any thoughts? on this and I'll go to you Andres first um do this reviews impact already like whether I we know that you're going to see the movie obviously but do these reviews have an impact on how you're going to perceive the movie I kind of don't want to hear these reviews because then uh, it's planning thoughts into your mind when you go in and if it doesn't live up to what they're saying it's like well fuck you you just ruined this experience where if I just saw this movie without anything, um, I might have a different opinion, but fine, whatever. Uh, no, I don't think it's going to change anything for me because I was uh, like, I was looking forward to Matt Reeves interpretation of it. So um, I was probably like super keyed for this anyways. Um, I like the, there. see, I don't understand what they mean by it's a Batman that we haven't seen any before because I feel that we got, since like we've been getting the cinematic versions of batman we've seen different aspects of his character um so that's that's interesting and confusing at the same time i guess uh um but yeah cool i'm excited for it i was excited for it this didn't add to my excitement but i just kind of want to see it now remind me again what your initial thoughts were when you found out that robert pattinson was going to be playing batman I wasn't against it. I was I was interested. Like I wasn't uh no right away, like please not this twilight little bitch. But that wasn't my thoughts about it. Um I was willing to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um and then you see him in the suit and stuff. Um I think the only thing that gave it pause is that there was some like talk about that he didn't like get in shape for it or whatever. And I was like, well, that kind of goes against, but it didn't affect it too much for me. I was still wanting to see him portray the character. Um, so I wasn't against his casting. I thought it was interesting. I was, it wasn't a no from me. Uh, I guess it wasn't because people had like a really visceral reaction to finding out that Ben Affleck was going to play Batman. And I did not have that at all for this. Um, did you have a visceral reaction when you found out Ben Affleck was going to play Batman? No, oh. I was willing to give him the benefit of that as well. Well, I did, and I still stand by my opinion yeah. of Ben Affleck yeah. as Batman, as you all know already. So, um, but he has all right. The dude's a big dude, and he got pretty yoked for it. So he, the physical embodiment of the character was there. So that's no, I I agree with that. I just don't think the delivery was a hundred percent. I don't. I don't. I don't <laughs> So did you see his uh, him acting in what is the movie that he won the Academy Award for? Or did he win the Academy Award uh, for? 
Gone Girl? He didn't get the award for no, it. No, no, not for Gone Girl, for the other one. The the one he was a director for. Oh, not Argo. Argo? Oh, oh, it was Argo. It was Argo. Yeah. I, I did watch him. The in I, I like I like Ben Affleck oh. as an actor. I think he's uh Argo, fantastic. Even yeah, that's what I was Girl, um uh the other one that you guys mentioned, the town. The town. I just don't think that he was really ready for the Batman role. And I don't think um I don't know if it was the criticism that it was getting or the backlash, whatever. I just don't think that it was delivered as well as he could have because he is a good actor. Now I am expecting better now. And I don't know if this has anything to do because I see him what being happy with JLo, you know, like he's getting some. So it seems like he's like at a good place. And I don't I think that's gonna influence his acting. Um just just from the way he looks solely I'm basing that I, I don't know. Um but I'm I I, I didn't like him. I'm still giving him a chance for his redemption, but um, yeah, I did have the visceral uh, reaction to it. Um, so, Ash, I know that you are um, you liked Ben Affleck as Batman. So I handled, I handled the announcement of Ben Affleck as Batman like you handle hearing a death. Okay. But a death of a celebrity, not a death of a person you know. Like a death of a celebrity where like it's looming and it's there. But Ben Affleck, I feel like he's stuck. I'm gonna say this. I feel like Ben Affleck has handled the way that we're handling Robert Patton. Ben Affleck is an actor's actor, but because he's been in so many franchise things where oh you're that guy where Matt Damon has done let's say 70-30 Matt Damon does 70% artist stuff and 30% like Jason Bourne was amazing but Jason Bourne could have easily been a franchise uh, uh, Matrix that didn't work or look at look at look at Stallone like there's a million things that didn't work, but then there's Cobra, there's Expendables, there's like things that are now working and that are amazing, but there were straight to DVD things that did not work. But Stallone has this like, and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Then I'm going to do these other things for money or whatever, and or because my best friend's in it. And then like Ben Affleck has the same thing where it's like... Uh, uh, Argo, and then now I'm gonna do fucking Jersey Girl. It's not in that order, but you know what I mean. There's those, those little. Let's say this: like, if <laughs> that guy, Luis, if you weren't as well off as say Carmen, who's taking off, I'm gonna be in your movie just as much as I'm gonna be in Carmen's movie. But if you book me four times and Carmen books me once, I'm gonna be in four of your movies that are gonna be straight to DVD. But I'm gonna be in Carmen's that are going to be Academy Award winning, right? Yeah. But you're going to know me for Kevin Smith movies and blah, blah, blah. And I'm not even saying Jersey Girl, but that one that the horrible one with uh, J-Lo, G-G-Lo. G-Lee. G-Lee. Yeah. G-Lee. You know what I mean? Like, And that's why I'm like willing to give Robert Pattinson a chance because yes, it is Twilight and that sucks that's what he's only known as, but He's a fucking actor's actor, and in 20 years, he's going to be a Jack Nicholson, 
You know what I mean? And Jack Nicholson now does like anger management with fucking Adam Sandler. You know what I mean? Like it's, it just is what it is. And I'm kind of okay with it because I still have my Keaton in some weird world. I'm going to have my fucking Ben Affleck. Keaton is my Batman, but it's kind of like I can now, like when Ben Affleck was at, was, was announced, this is going to be your Batman. But with the multiverse, it's like, okay, well, do what you guys are going to do because I have what I need. And that's going to be Batman Beyond. I have my little, like, childhood. Do what you're going to do. I'm going to accept everything that you're going to do. Wow, that was a lot. That was a long-winded thing. I'm sorry. It's okay. You circled back to the initial topic. You talked about Batman. (laughs) You you said Dragula, Um, and I said two seconds of things. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't know. know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Did the reviews of um, Empath to your reviews on the movie at all? Louise? Talking to me? That was that was towards Ash, but that no, was a, gonna, I'm going to be the nerd. Uh, like when they announced this thing for Suicide Squad two, like it doesn't matter. I'm gonna see it. I saw Daredevil. I'm gonna the movie. I'm gonna. I don't care. I want to see it because in a year or two, somebody's gonna make it make sense. And I didn't see it, so I'm gonna. It doesn't matter. Once I get back to normal after COVID, like I'm gonna be at the movies all fucking every week. I, like. I would wait in line for that movie. It's Batman. Absolutely. Oh, no, it's done. We should make it a comics thing, but we'll get there. Luis, what are, you, what are, what are your thoughts? Do the reviews um, imposter views on the movie at all? No, um, I'm very similar to uh, what Andres was saying. I'm, I actually want to avoid them because I don't want them to say, oh, it has mm-hmm. horror elements or it has this elements or that because then I'm set with an expectation. I'm going to look for those things. And if I don't feel the same way that that reviewer did, I could potentially feel let down of a otherwise good movie. So uh, I'd of like what to. What you were expecting because of what was said. Right, Scott. and uh, we've spoken about this before, where you see a trailer and there's a pivotal scene in a trailer, and you start thinking, "Oh, the movie's about to end," and you're like, "Wait a minute, that one trailer scene, I haven't seen that yet," and so you kind of tips yourself that you know that there's something else, whatever, yeah. or. If, Someone dies, taken away from us. Yeah, like someone dies in in the movie. And you're like, oh no, that sucks. Wait a minute, there's that scene in the trailer. I haven't seen that yet. He must come back and like little bullshit like that. So, uh, my point to that is just I like to try to stay as away from that stuff as possible, uh, just so that I can genuinely enjoy the whole thing. So uh, I've been excited from the beginning. Curious to see what's going to happen. Robert Pattinson. Uh, he has the build. He's tall, and he has he has a good chin for it. So uh, for the cowl and everything. So I'm in. I'm excited. Ash, go ahead. I'll go so, after. I was just gonna ask, would you rather see this? Like, which which do you prefer? The the scene you don't see in a trailer, or the scene like, oh, that finally happened in the movie. Like, like what do you prefer in the trailer? Like, are, like say let's say Armageddon. Uh, the movie Armageddon. Like, there's there's things that happened in the trailer that were like that never happened, and then in the movie, cause that was the that was the smart Alec whatever thing cash line that got you in the trailer that never happened to say in the movie. That like, what, what gets you? Like what, what? Like doesn't it suck? Like say, oh, that's what got you into the theater. Yeah, and then 
that never happened. I'm not saying the tagline. I'm saying the right. never happened in the movie. Uh, ignorance is bliss. I'd rather just not know anything in the trailer. Right. If there if there is a line that hits on a trailer and it was just for the trailer, then you feel like something was taken from you because you don't right. see it context in the film so i would just be like well fuck you that was a good line i was looking forward to seeing it right in the context of the film yeah so i i think i'm neutral but that just might be because i my memory is awful and i forget (laughs) what no it it really is i will forget what was in the trailer until i watch like oh breakdown of the trailer versus the movie or whatever and then I get told what that was and I'm like oh I would have never noticed but that's just my memory I was gonna mention before uh if Carmen's still alive (laughs) then she's throwing down sick bars in her (laughs) Uh, Uh, go ahead I was gonna mention how they keep bringing up, like, or how they, how they said that there's <laughs> that fucking. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> driving me nuts. Uh, I, I, it's, uh, what you just said, she's throwing down sick bars. Like, uh, that keeps playing in my head as I'm looking at her. It's funny. She's more stare in her head drums. Wait, her head drums? In your headphones. Sorry. Uh, no worries. Uh, the part where that they keep saying, like, oh, there's like hair, horror element to it. Yeah. Like, Kind of got a horror element with Killian Murphy's uh, uh, Scarecrow. Um, Fuck yeah. yeah. So it was like, it's not going to be something new. Like, that was creepy. And yeah, it wasn't full on horror where I was like scared, but it was his, uh, the sarin gas uh, was, or the gas. And it gave Bruce his, his nightmares. It was it, like a horror element to it. So it's not like we haven't seen that aspect yet. But yeah. Yeah, I look forward to it regardless. It's weird because in Titans, they have Scarecrow being a stoner. So you don't really know if he's being a stoner to calm himself or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I feel like they're going to, I don't know. I, know I feel still- like that's a totally different portrayal of the character that didn't need to be if he was a stoner because it takes away from him being a fucked up psychiatrist. Yeah. Did you see Cillian Murphy doing the the uh, the auditions to be Bruce Wayne? Hold on, is it Killian Murphy or is it Cillian? Because I always say Killian, and I've heard two of you guys say Cillian, and it's no, okay. I'll say Cillian. I probably got it wrong. Cillian Murphy. I say Killian. So is it Cillian? <laughs> I thought it was Killian too. <laughs> and we'll one... call him. Louise, call him. It's, it's Killian. Yeah, it's Killian, right? That's what I've been saying. I heard Cillian too. I, I have probably say Cillian just because I read it in Spanish. So my bad. I stand corrected. Killian. All right, well, I, I always read in Spanish too, so it's Killian. Yeah, it is oh. Killian. Look at nobody laugh. Oh yeah. Twenty-eight days later, I watched <laughs> Killian. That I would watch before the conjuring with you guys. Oh yeah, you it's not a horror film. Yeah, it's uh, has horror elements. Zombie. Are you? How? So you guys don't know. You want fucking straight death to me, like? No, no man. That movie is good because it. It's a it's a good drama film. It it's the set atmosphere in a- with the music and the intensity of what's going on. Like that is. Yeah. That's a movie. and by the way, twenty eight weeks later is really good as well too, and you get to see an Avenger in that movie. That is. I will movie. tell you this. 
the uh, District 9 was like the biggest action drama to me. And then also oh, love this. And then I was going, I'm out. I'm tapping I out. Like I watched it. But that's, again, this is my level where I'm already invested. And now I'm watching everything because I just, I mean, what to District that's, 9. That's how I handle a movie. Like, so when you're saying The Conjuring and you're saying straight death, like you need to figure out a movie that will it introduce is straight death. Like, I, I think you, what is, uh, all right, we're going to get into this. So what is it that you are, what is it that you don't like from horror movies? Is it the murdering and the bodies part or is it like the atmosphere? Honestly, the, the imagery. Like, like uh, Vanessa was like, let's watch the new Candyman. And I was like, uh like it's the imagery it's the it's the like okay so here's a horrible story my ex came home and said like we saw is it hereditary the one with the fucking Mm -hmm. okay yeah they told me about a a kid's head coming off on a male Mm -hmm. and i was all okay the my imagination of the scenario that i just said is what i'm telling you now like that's how much that shit stays with me. Like, it's not a passing thing for me. So it's like the bodies and the gore that scares you. But what's weird is it's somebody's top five scary video movies. Somebody's top five, whatever. And that's the shit I wa- watch before I go to sleep. But the fucking you, you could ha- you could handle the Conjuring. I'm telling you right now. Yes. It's scary. I, can handle, I, can, I can handle the conjuring on a Sunday morning at 11 o'clock in the morning. In a church. <laughs> Definitely not in a church. Being baptized with Jesus Christ in the crowd. Himself. <laughs> Gina, Gina Christ. Who's Gina Christ? Gina Christ, which is the lesser known sister. But I mean, you know what I mean? Like, it has to be like when I want, okay. I've even had this this conversation. I will watch this movie during the day, all the lights on, like in my way of every distraction ever, the phone in my hand, be not being yeah, able to... Be- like when you want the lights off and you got... Well, see, I can't. I, I can't. We're doing it all, yeah. all together on the couch at night with popcorn. All of us staring at you. Let's all fucking leave, and then I'm all fucking good night. <laughs> hey, so Luis Andreas, you guys awake? Because uh, that movie so... is not gory. You can handle it. The Conjuring. Yeah, no. it's not gory. There's no gore Twice. at all. It was like three or four times we've gone back to the Conjuring. It is not gory. You could handle that movie. Okay, it's the anxiety part. Yeah, you're expecting like body parts and shit, and there there isn't any in that one. Like you're good, no. dude. If a if a girl goes down to the basement with a flashlight, I am going to be like, Luis. So uh, so so, what's gonna come out? Like that's so like is something gonna come down? Like I'm gonna be that guy. I'm I am that guy who yells out, "Bitch, there's somebody behind the door!" Like I am that guy. I have very much that thread. In. I I will yell at the screen if there's somebody behind the door. But that makes me. Less, it's not fun to watch scary movies unless it's fun. That makes it funner. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. All right, well, let's watch it, but let 
I'm gonna no, I will. It's not gonna be fun. You're not gonna enjoy it. But I, as long as I get to yell shit at the screen, it'll be fun. Well, we're gonna have a camera like pointed at you, so yes, that'd be good for okay. content for everybody else. And then right. you can just get really stoned to go to bed, and you'll be all right. See, that's how you get through this. All right, I'll go. That's fine. <laughs> How, okay, how do you feel about Stephen King? Movies? Easy. Mm-hmm. Be- it's it's uh. It's totally different. Stephen King always leaves like your imagination is worse than the thing that I'm going to show you. It's the imagery. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, what Stephen King movie is there? Like it's gore. My gore. Kid- yeah. A few. Mm, like body parts and shit. No, 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 no. Just like. Like, like I told you, if my shit, if my say kryptonite is imagery, there's I can handle Stephen King stuff, but like Saw One was okay, but Saw everything else, I'm 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 done. Like, it's like oh, planet, really planet, like no. There's did you see Pet Cemetery, the yes. original? OG, OG one and two, I'm good, but really? it's like. Interesting. OG one and two is like, uh, I'm scared of this. Here's the blood squibs. Here's the like, you know what I mean? 80s, early 90s. I am absolutely okay. It's more like hereditary. A child's head's coming off in a mailbox. I'm out. I can't handle midsummer. There's not a lot of blood in that that decapitation scene. Yeah, and they don't really really show it. Like you see the tumble. It's insinuated. Like yeah. See the headland, but you don't see blood squirt in yeah. or spray anywhere. It's I just covered in ants. Boring killers, but I can't handle the anxiety of waiting for shit. You're you're an interesting fellow. Thank you. It's not going to be fun. I will ruin every movie you're trying to fucking make me watch. I promise you, I will you're ruin it. it. You're not going to be ruining it. <laughs> Talking about um, Stephen King's movies, um, James Wan. James Wan. Is it Wan or Wan? Um, he's producing the movie uh, based off of Salem's Lot with Gary Duberman, um, and he's as writing and directing for the movie. So, um, are you guys um, thrilled about that? Um, Ash, would that be a movie that would you would like to watch? Or James no, go, go ahead. I was going to say it's vampires if you don't know a Salem's oh, sorry. I thought Salem's Lot was a witch. No, vampires. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm all in on vampires. Good. It's, a good it. it's weird in that, like, even during the, the Lost Boys part where he bites into the head and the head parts up, like, I was kind of like, oh, I'm out because I'm used to this. But, ah. Uh, that's interesting that even in it, it in that it's movie, weird, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. If it's if you set me up and this is what you're going to be like, but but it's different. Like, uh, it's the anxiety part. It's just the anxiety part. Like, like Luis walking through a basement. Like, I don't know what I'm gonna see. But at the same time, Luis in a fucking YouTube thing, like, I don't know what I'm going to see, a door slams, does not scare me. But, I don't know. Just It's just weird. Luis, how do you feel about um, Salem's Lot? I never read the book, but being a fan of Stephen King's Dark Tower series, 
uh, Father Callahan mm-hmm. uh, plays mm-hmm. a big part in Salem's Lot, and he plays a pivotal role in the Dark Tower series, the third book, I believe. So um, short answer is I'm interested. Long answer is I'm interested because I've read his character in Tower Series. And on the, you being a horror fan, um, how do you feel? Um, I saw the, it was, was it a mini series originally? Yes. Sir. Anyway, I saw, I, saw, I saw it on VHS, uh, and it's good. So, and I don't know, did I read it? I don't know. I have a lot of Stephen King books that I read on, or I don't know, does reading count when you listen to an audiobook? I listen to yeah. it. Yes. Uh, I'm not sure if I have. I need to go back to my library. It's a good story. So, uh, yes, I'm looking forward to it. The only thing bad is I'm not a big Gary Doberman fan. Um, I think it's when I mentioned how I was kind of let down on the second part of it. Um, Mm. And I wish it was more similar to the book. And I know they can't do a ton of stuff. And that book is massive. So you had to cut shit down. I get it. Or else it would have had like three movies instead of two um but i wished it was more similar to the book and i kind of do blame gary doberman for that so maybe he'll surprise me and it's a good adaptation of it so yeah i'm looking forward to it i think i would concur with you just i i'm excited to see anything related to stephen king i enjoy his books a lot um the universes that he builds with his characters. Um, I I don't know why he's the only author for me that actually is able to, when I'm reading the book, I'm actually able to visualize what he's writing about. And he does really good with imagery. Um, so I hope that they pay justice to it in the movie, um, just because I like the homage to that. Like, um, what was that movie? The Myth? The Myth? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked the way that that was done. Um, it didn't take me out. I enjoyed it. Uh, Pet Cemetery to this this new version. Also, I quite enjoyed. Uh huh. Yes. Fun little Easter egg in the movie The Mist. Uh, in the opening movie, the opening scene of the movie, uh, the main character is painting an oil painting, mm-hmm. and it's a guy. Uh, Thomas Jane. Yes. Uh, there's a guy. Uh, standing in front of a door and that's uh was supposed to be roland which is the main character in the dark tower series uh because the theme in the dark tower is that there are are doors would lead you to other portals to like a multiverse and uh one of the reoccurring lines in the book series is there are other worlds than these which the mist was that it was these demons of another portal in a different world and so it was like connecting these dots of like oh my god where are we gonna see because there were nego- on and off negotiations with jj abrams to the dark tower movies uh, ended up not happening then ended up happening which i didn't hate the film which i know a lot of people ask. now would both of you like to see the completion of the um universe of stephen king universe built as if kind of connect all the movies that have come out so far just as you were saying I don't think they could do it because they're not owned by the same studio. There's different studios Mm -hmm. have rights to the books. So even when they did, that's a problem they were going to have if they did the Dark Tower, is that they couldn't tie all the movies uh, 
the right way. Like you can mention certain stuff, but you can't mention other things. So that's kind of like the bad thing about it is that all the suit, uh, the same suit doesn't have the rights to all of his properties. Which, uh, yep. Moving right along, uh, because we're on topic. Oh no. So Luis, how's it going? It's going really well. Yeah. Uh, I, I would recommend you to watch the dark tower film. Uh, I didn't watch it because it got such a bad reviews. And I listened to a Stephen King podcast that I'm a big fan of. Uh, and they just shit on that movie. So I kind of stood away for it because of that. Idris Elba is charming enough to where it was. Yeah, to, that's true. To help. Uh, but you you would understand the little like Easter eggs of the different books of the different Stephen King books. So I think uh, back there to is. I tried getting in to start the Dark Tower series, but there is some like really like rough spots that you have to just like trudge along. Oh my God. Book, book three was that for me. Oh, book, book one, I ate it up. Right now, and I can't. There's like a dead zone in the middle of it where I'm like, oh, I need to stop. And I don't think I ever got back into it. That's how I felt with the stand. Uh, there was oh like my God. Pop. I love the stand so much. You're fucked up. It's funny that you say that because I love gunslinger so like yeah. I killed that thing so fast. Um just I was I was in it from the get-go. And then I, I killed the stand, which is hard because that thing is a massive it's a fucking home. Bible, dude. Yeah. It's a home. Uh so I see the main thing that people hate about the stand is like all the ad hoc committees when they're uh, in the new town they create and you get like the meetings of the minutes but i like how it it's like a lot of shit that dives delves deep into the characters so you get a full like it's full character building like you know who the character is through and through like you know their motivations for shit but i understand Back to you, Carmen. Thanks for that. Um, but I was, I wanted to talk about Fangoria. This is a post that you share with us, Andres. Um, is this, they share, you share with us their September uh, movie, horror movie um, list that is going to be available for streaming. Is Fangoria a streaming site? I'm taking away from um, no, it was, it's a, it used to be a magazine. I'm not sure if they still pr- do print magazines uh, for horror and it would like just talk like the effects or the movies and stuff. And now since there's social media, they, they'll put up lists of the movies that are coming out on the streaming sites for the month, the horror movies. Um, and there was one that I've been wanting to see that I haven't had a chance to and fuck his name is slipping. Uh, shit. Uh he is the guy that did the haunting of Hill House. Oh, uh, yeah. I can't think of the name. So it's it's Ouija, uh, Ouija the fuck. I'm sorry. It was I'm doing this all off the top of my head. But it's coming out on HBO this month. Ouija Origins or Ouija's some shit like that. And it is the guy who did Haunting of Hill House. Dan so Kaplow. Uh, no, keep going. Mike Mike Flanagan. Yeah, it's Mike Flanagan, and he has stuff to do with Stephen King as well. Um, so it's Mike Flanagan and you'll see a lot of people from the haunting of Hill house. So that's, I haven't got to see it yet. I've been wanting to see it and it hasn't been on any of the streaming sites and I don't like to pay for stuff since I already pay for other stuff. So that's kind of like the, one of the movies that was the highlight for me this month. Um, no, sorry. That was a note for something else. Um, 
moving on. I didn't mean to do that out loud. Um, Guillermo del Toro, um, Cabinet of Curiosities, uh, is promises to be a macabre, 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 macabre. yes, macabre, uh, mashup of genres. Um, and it's gonna be well, at least that's what he listed as, and it's supposed to be eight episodes. Um, you guys being a I don't know if you got, I know, um, Andres, you are a Guillermo del Toro fan. Um, are you excited for this? Yeah, um, especially all the creators that he has involved with it. Um, I just said anything that Guillermo del Toro was, especially if he does a limited edition series um, and they let him go wild and do his own thing and he doesn't have any breaks. That sounds pretty incredible to me. Um, so I'm super excited to see what he does, especially, like I said, it's, it's genre bending. So it has multiple stuff that it goes since he's just not going to be horror. Um, that's going to be pretty dope. So yeah, I'm ultra excited. Um, it's just briefly, it's coming out on Netflix and I know so far is about eight episodes. And as Andres mentioned, there is a fantastic, um, cast directors and cast that is going to be supporting the show. So it looks fun. Um, any thoughts, please? Uh, nothing that Andres didn't already say. Uh, it's, uh, I'd say, pretty pretty on point with how I feel. Okay. Um, yeah, you had mentioned how you were surprised that Andrew, Gar- or Andrew Lincoln was going to be involved with it. Yeah, uh, Andrew Lincoln of Walking Dead fame. Um, when he walked away from The Walking Dead, it was very much a, I'm doing this to pursue my other career, or my career in acting, and then we just didn't see him in anything. And it's like, the fuck, man? Uh, so to see him in something is... Uh, you're in uh, The Walking Dead movie. He is in The Walking or He's gonna... Yeah. Uh, but like something outside of... Uh, I almost called him Rick James. Uh, but outside of Rick, Rick Grimes. <laughs> Unity! Uh, but outside of the Rick Grimes character that uh, which was, I know, one of the reasons that he had publicly said that he was leaving is he didn't want to just be labeled as that character. God, that was so sad, that fucking movie that all the girls like. Yeah, Wait, I was just bringing it up. Movie, like, God, that's so sad. Is that He's Love saying, Actually, right? We have, like, science. Yeah. Ever. And she still chooses him, like, the guy that's watching TV. It's like, oh, God damn. I don't know. Cynthia, though, part, like, God damn. That's it. Mm. That part hits home. Moving on. How's about it? No, just that's. No, I'm just I kidding. Would never fuck over my best friend in the fucking world ever. But in the here's my idea of romantic. Like you did that, and it was like fucking. Oh, well, this guy that does this, I'm still like all set. Like just. Do you get what I mean? Like, uh, nope. Okay, Lucy's done with it. Yep. Love Actually is a great movie. But when you watch the fucking card part, like, that's fucking emotions. Moving on. Also, hey, fucking (laughs) Moving on, but not really. La Fin du Monde is something I should never have ever. This is why I stick with fucking, uh, um, what are we? What happened? You shit blood earlier or what? I shit blood. Just... In general, if my life is five shots, don't. If my life is five shots with Corona Premiere, my life should not be five shots with. Dude, 
drink with whiskey constantly during the shows at other time and this really fucked you up that bad wait are you still drinking you're still taking shots aren't you no no now i don't believe you yeah he's lying <laughs> oh i get it because he waters he he chases it with yeah. a watered down beer but yeah. now that he's chasing it with the there high alcohol beer hi hi Thanks. None of us knew what you meant, dude. You do skits with me. You know how I drink. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, you are the most proficient in ass. I don't know why you gave me that title. I don't deserve it. But now I get it. That makes sense, buddy. Well, you're slurring, and you haven't done this in a bit. I said he speaks ash. Yeah, ash. Um, if- there is um something I really wanted to get your guys' opinion on. Um, I don't know if you guys have heard about the baby from the Nirvana um, album suing. Yeah, kitty porn. That um, is going on. Um, So just as a premise, um, he's suing under uh, child pornography laws, and it is a civil lawsuit. It is not a criminal lawsuit. Um, He has listed Nirvana LLC, Universal Music Group, the David. Geffen Company, Geffen Records, Warner Records, Wet Whittled, um, and he was a photographer, the photographer for the shoot. Uh, Kurt Cobain, Courtney Love as the executive of the estate of Kurt Cobain. Uh, Chris Novoselic, Novo, 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 uh, yeah. Ted Canning, and David Gold, um, and Robert Fisher. Those are the people that are cited on the lawsuit, um, and this lawsuit allows victims to recover $150,000 per descendant that is listed on the suit. So there was a bunch of them, the ones I mentioned, because there's many more that were listed there. And he is alleging that uh, these people were involved in the production and distribution of child pornography because um, he was a child and was harmed and is suffering lifelong damages because of it. Um, also, uh, just as a premise, his parents took him for the photo shoot. They received payment for the photo shoot. They did find a waiver releasing the rights for the photo. Um, the photo shoot was $200. This was the parents got paid. Um, also... Um, the suit he is alleging that the people didn't take steps to protect him or prevent the widespread of sexual exploitation and image trafficking um, because of all the album sales and the fact that it's sold internationally. Um, before I give my thoughts on it, um, I will go. I know several of you want to jump in. Uh, so Ash, Go ahead. One, he redid the fucking shit a million times. Yeah, he's redone it four times. Ooh, guy being a guy, he probably used that a fucking thousand times to get a girl. Yes, because he also has um, mm-hmm. a tattoo. Mm-hmm. And, and then he signed autographs. Absolutely. He and now we're in COVID. And now it's the last of the last. And I'm not using COVID as a thing. I'm using like where you might be as that guy in COVID, where he might not be able to go to a Frankincense and collect money 
for shit. The biggest thing is the thing that we said for Michael Keaton is my Batman because Michael Keaton was my Batman when I was eight or nine. So imagine where you guys are at and the the baby for Nevermind goes to Franken, makes out like a bandit. And for two years, a year and a half to two years, COVID happens. And this guy that's been living off of being the baby, it's not being the baby from Nevermind. It's being the baby that from Nevermind that can go to, to England, to Arkansas, to fucking New Zealand, to anywhere he effing wants, being the baby from Nirvana and just live life being the baby for Nirvana. So it's a year and a half of being able to not be that. And he's suing them, which is dumb as fuck because he's already done the, <laughs> he's already lived off of it. And now he's trying to live off of it like forever, which means if I were Dave, Dave Grohl, I would be like, okay, cool, bro. Like this is what you're going to get. But never ever ever you you can never claim that again which he can't do like it's one or the other like yeah do you know what i mean like he's already fucked because he's redone that so many times ah i know you guys don't that's his only stick it's like the football player from high school that was like i used to be the quarterback in high school and like reliving the glory days kind of and if he's fixing your refrigerator i'm like Hey, I used to be on uh, Nirvana's Nevermind album. Okay, cool, bro. But the refrigerator's fixed? Like, yeah, no. Yeah, absolutely. But whatever you're going to do, you're going to be that guy. And just, if you're going to invest in that, then that's your life. That's where your plateau is and you're done. So you don't think after the suit, like he could just not go back to the cons and say no. like, hey, I'm the Nirvana baby. Let me sign your... There's no way that as Nirvana, like Dave Grohl, Dave Grohl just put 11-year-old on tour for one night because she put up a video fucking, what, a year, a year, two years back? Mm-hmm. Dave Grohl's the, the biggest heart ever. So it's not if you if you are a good-hearted person and everything is genuine, it has nothing to do with anything. But if you're making your money for 20 years and then like, hey, today's the day I'm going to sue. Had you done everything the right way and been like, Dave Grohl, I was on Nirvana's album and blah, blah, blah. Like, this is where I'm at in life. Dave Grohl was, would be like, you could probably be on a song for Foo Fighters for two minutes just standing there next to a microphone and be like, he was on Nirvana and make money just for where Dave Grohl is in life, where you are in life and you, everybody would be cool. But he went about it absolutely wrong way. Absolute wrong way. Especially if everything was left to maybe not even Dave Grohl from what I understand, it might be left to Courtney. So it might not even be left to the person that might be able to help you out. Does that make sense? So, no, I just... You view it as he's just looking for a paycheck because it's an easy way out. And But it shouldn't be because if you're making your life off of what you did, look at Polly Shore. Like, fucking hey, If you're trying to make your life off of what you did when you were a baby, which your parents signed off on, you're 
dumb. And then to call it child pornography. Fuck you, bro. It had nothing to do with you. You didn't have, you, it wasn't like fucking, come on. No, sue your parents. Don't sue a band. Fuck you. I'm sorry. Andres, thoughts? Um, I agree with pretty much everything uh, Ash said. Um, I will add some stuff. It's like, uh, yeah, uh, yes, there's, I think it does have the merit that it should be listened to by a judge. Um, just the lawsuit itself to bring it. Because, uh, yes, how much parents, how much rights do parents have to sell off nude photos of a child? Um, does that affect them in the future if the, you could tell that's them? Um, that's something maybe a judge the, or the Supreme Court should rely on uh, and vote on going forward as a society, whether they could uh, sign off those rights of a child. Um, so, yes, maybe that does have merit there. Um, but then it goes back. There's like those little angel cherub pictures of babies. Is that considered child porn now? Do those children have claims against the... But that's weird. It's weird because if a child kills somebody at 16, there's things that the parents are responsible for if a, if a child does what they do earlier than 18. I think it's then, uh, I yeah. think there's, there's it's their um, their likeness as a child going forward in the future and they got no they have no monetary recourse from it. Their parents got it. So it's like they signed that right off okay so that's fine i could see that being a case the child porn part it's like yeah it's kind of a reach especially since he he banked on this he signed autographs he re reenacted this it's like was something going on before that and we didn't know possibly we don't know him as a person he's not a public person other than him doing this shit uh using his past fame to make money um so if it was another person and it was more credible and they didn't seek to make money off of this, okay, I would listen to that. Um, but, but we didn't think of child porn like that. Like when we saw Nevermind, there was like an iconic. Yes, but you and I don't have that in our in our mind like that. Now they do. Yeah. Like, right. So he's this kid that came from where we were or is banking on where they feel now with any baby. <laughs> whatever that, like that goes back to what i said where it was like okay it was like legally as a legal standard going forward can a parent sign off a child's right to this and, and is it going to be a legal standard going forward that's why i think it's something bigger that maybe yes it should be heard in the court of law i don't agree with it i don't um i would vote uh, say against him or judge against him uh for that matter but maybe it does have merit to be heard um, I don't think he's he's the like should be the poster boy bringing that forward, but I think it's just the guy who's doing it because maybe he does want money, and maybe if Courtney and Dave and Chris uh, were smart, they could just throw him some bones and have the dude go away. But that means don't bank on my shit ever again. Yeah, of course. With it's but if, if, with, with conditions, right? But if somebody came up and said like, "Hey, we need Autumn for a movie." And then Autumn at 18 was like, uh, whatever this guy's doing. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's hard because like, do you know what I mean? It's if like, I I, that as, if I was to do that as a parent, I'd be like, okay, this is your money. I didn't earn this money. I may be your father, uh, but I'm going to put this money in an account away from 
Not there, there are no stipulations for any any child that earns money um, as, as a working child. Their their money is supposed to be in a trust fund and it's supposed to be held off by the parents for that exactly. child. Um, exactly. Um, um, however, we have cases, you know, like Britney Spears, and and they can claim a conservatorship or whatever for that child, and that may be some different stipulations. Um, but do you, I mean, I want to circle back to the point that you were making of um, the fact that the parents exposed the child when he was a child, um, because as, as a YouTube person or a person that watches YouTube, and I don't watch like the family blogging channels or whatnot, but I know that they exist. And so they post their children and their children are often made uh, to make content, you know, um, I, I don't agree with that because I feel that that is very unnormal for a child to be exposed to a camera all the time and have to have a performative lifestyle where they're like recording all the time. And it's like, parents are now giving you this attention because the camera is in front of you rather than like, you know, like there's a lot of psychological issues that can arise from that. And I, I just, I cringe at it because I just don't like it at all. Um, as far as it goes with this guy, it's definitely a reach on the suit. Um, I don't know if there, it seems like a very douchey thing to do for somebody to be like, oh, well, I have signed albums. I have um, benefited from remaking the album cover over and over again. And now all of a sudden I want to claim that there was harm done to me because I was exploited. And I had no idea that I was exploited because I was a child. Um, if there wasn't, like you said, something that, that was already established that he has already profited from this, I would believe it. But because yep. he's already profited from it, I don't believe this claim at all whatsoever. Yeah. Um, and I truly find it distasteful because if they're going to use this as like a standard or like a set going forward for even kids that are in uh, any space, social media space or whatever, um, it sucks that it has to be with this guy and that he's yeah. kind of like the first one to bring something like this up. Um, and Luis, what are your thoughts on this? I would say it's pretty consistent with around the, we don't know the situation, we don't know him, uh, makes it really difficult, but it does seem a little suspect if it's now we're, we're making this state claim. Again, not to discredit how he felt or pressured or whatever. Obviously, he wasn't old enough to fucking make his own decisions. Just chuck him and take pictures. But it is suspect uh, just making this this type of state over it. Just I think in order to get the attention of saying this is kitty porn, because you know that's going to get headlines and they're going to want to make that go away. Um, I think that's pretty shitty. You know, but business. I just don't agree with the allegation also of saying that cognizantly these people on the lawsuit were distributing it with the intent as is his child born right because that yeah. is not at all why you know it was distributed it was distributed because it was a fucking badass album um and it's one of a, a great band um so it had nothing to do with him that's also very narcissistic of him to even think that this was distributed because of him 
um, whether that was the lawyer arguing that or him. Um, there was there very was troublesome. There was pre there was bleach. There was other Nirvana, and there was the child uh, being in a. It was a pool, but it was supposed to be a rebirth, and that was supposed to be the Nirvana that we know. But it ended up being that we it's all of Nirvana because Nirvana ended up playing a lot of old stuff in their live shows. But the one one they got with Geffen, uh, I think they were Geffen during Bleach too. But there was there was a there was sub was sub right. pop, yeah sub pop. Thank you. There was a, it was a, it was a represent, uh, representation of them. And that's what the point of it was. And that's why they got a baby, but it wasn't supposed to, it was supposed to mean something to them and not to you. And when they, when that got represented, it wasn't even by the band. It was kind of more by the fucking company being like, this is us. And so that they're suing the band is weird that a baby is suing after he is collected and fucking not comic con, but he's he's gone to cons for this. None of this is, he's just, he's reaching. And that's what I'm saying. Like, if you're going to do this, Dave Grohl's going to pay you off once and you should never, you're just, you're just done. Go ahead and be an accountant or whatever the fuck you're going to do for the rest of your life, but you're fucking done. There's it's no way to profit from it. After it's this. what he's doing. He's banking on like he fucking peaked when he he fucking right. peaked when he was one. <laughs> yeah, that's horrible, bro. You're done. You had so you're done. Admitting it, you could like do everything after this, you yeah. could be like, go to you could go to Comic Con in a year or two, whenever this fucking shit's done, and be like, I'm the. You can have a whole little setup. Right next to fucking Rob Zombie, you're just, you're dumb as fuck. But you fucking peaked at months, month, month year old. It's like that. Like you, you and the and same. You, I'm sure that doing, putting an eleven year old drummer on stage. You know what I mean? Like you're suing freaking Mister Rogers. You know what I mean? Like you're you're dumb. Dave Grohl would put you on stage like. A, uh, this is called Learn to Fly. That guy is from the Nirvana album. Like, give him fucking money. You know what I mean? Like, this is his Kickstarter. Just if you do everything the right way instead of fucking, I was on Nirvana's Nevermind, had nothing to do with anything, got paid a million times. I'm going to sue him once. You're just dumb. Like, Dave Grohl's like going to be, it's like, a, uh, what am I thinking? Um, you get what you're saying. He's continually continuing the legacy of Nirvana. There's got to be more that we don't, because I'm sure I'm sure he's gone back and tried to get money from the band and the album company, the record company, and Courtney and Kurt and Chris, or Courtney and uh, and Dave, sorry, and and Chris uh, before, and they're like, Nah, bro, you. We, we see you signing your shit. We, we see what you're doing. Like, you're banking on this shit still. And they're like, no, we're not doing this. So I'm sure they went back. And he's like, all right, like, I'm going to hook up with the lawyer and go fuck you guys over. So, and then Luis is going to wake up. 
That's probably um, the conversation I'm sure that was had. And also, I mean, I'm sure I don't think that the parents would be like, hey, son, go make your money saying that you're the Nirvana baby. You know, like it was handled decided to actively say, I'm the Nirvana baby. Like I have never mind tattooed on my chest and I'm going to do this action going forward. Um, if he never would have chosen to do that, nobody would even fucking know that that was him. Like, I'm not going to look at a 30-year-old and be like, you know, I think you're the Nirvana baby. Yeah, I totally see forward it. That. Like, we wouldn't have known who he was. Exactly. Um, but good luck to you, sir, um, with your suit. Um, I don't see it going very far, but we'll see where what it, like you. how it plays out. Um, I get it. Um, so You've never fucking tried for I hope you got your money, but I hope you're just, you're done because you fuck yourself hard. As I said it, so, you know, sir, uh, wish you whatever is coming to you. Um, karma will play out its part. Um, so I will do the spoiler alert. Um, did anybody watch the latest episode of uh, What If with Doctor Strange? And the latest. Last one I saw was uh, Chadwick Boseman. Same. As Star Lord. Spoiler alert. Star Lord. We already know. They they I, mentioned. I, I, so, <laughs> so, that's the one I saw. But. Andres, yeah. uh, you did not see those latest no, episodes. I, I, I so. haven't had a chance. Got you. Okay. Um, so um, I will spoil alert again just because I will give my thoughts um on the episode um and i won't spoil a lot for you guys um because i'm sure you'll watch it and you'll enjoy it regardless of what i say um it is a very different type of episode than what we have seen so far from what if i truly enjoyed it um it was dark and it usually they culminate on a certain type of ending and i this, like I said, was very different than that. I'm sure we will discuss it uh, going forward. Um, but other than that, uh, please let us, again, know your thoughts on our casting for Pulp Fiction. Um, but this has been your episode of Comics. And um, thank you for tuning in one, once again. And if you have watched the episode of What If with uh, Dr. Strange and you want to talk about it, leave us a comment um, and I will respond to you or the guys will respond to you if they have already watched the episode. Um, like us, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, please subscribe to our um, playlist that we do on um, Spotify. We put a lot of effort into it, especially Andres. Um, he curates the list. Um, and it just gives you a little insight of what we like as far as music and our taste. Um, and we update it every week. So interact with us. And if you want to leave us a song choice that you would like to be added, please let us know as well. And we'll add it and give you a shout out on our post. Um, but this has been Comics and we are everywhere. Thank you and good night. Good morning, Luis. Bye. He's away. Luis is a, it's not morning for yeah, he's, a couple he's of hours. Freaking-